1: Newsflash, you can lose weight like a celebrity without being a celebrity. New Glucotrim from GNC delivers serious results with a proven formula, and you don't need a crazy expensive prescription. So get on that celebrity weight loss level with new Glucotrim. Get it at GNC.
2: Luxury is meant to be livable. Discover the new leather collection at Ashley with premium quality leather sofas, recliners, and more, all built to last. No matter how many spills, scuffs, or pet-related mishaps come its way, the leather collection at Ashley is made with the durability you need for the whole family. Shop the new leather collection at Ashley and find chairs starting at $499.99 and sofas at $599.99.
0: Ashley, for the love of home. When it comes to teaching kids and teens about money, practice makes perfect. That's where Greenlight comes in. With a debit card and money app of their own, Kids learn to earn, save, spend wisely, and invest. Parents send instant money transfers, create custom chores, and automate allowance, while kids track their spending, set savings goals, and practice money skills they can use today and for life. Get one month free when you sign up at greenlight.com podcast.
3: I'm your host, Annie Bowles, and this is News to Shore. Hey, you guys, and welcome back to the News Du Jour, a calmer space to consume the news. So for today, I have one mini story for you guys, two smaller stories, and then we are going to take a deep dive into the Long Island serial killer case and exactly how they solved it. Let's jump in. So first and foremost, I said we're going to have one mini story. I wanted to let you guys know that a case that seemed to have run cold for so long has a new lead. So a known gang member's home was searched on Monday looking for electronics that could possibly link him to Tupac Shakur's killing. This man whose home was searched, he's about 60 years old and he's known as Cafe spelled a couple of different ways cafe d in case you're not familiar with the case tupac shakur was an immensely talented rapper who was shot and killed in a drive-by right in his prime at age 25 it was a very tragic case and it's painful thinking of the works of genius that died with him let's hope that there can be some justice in this cold case that has dragged on for 27 years we'll keep you guys posted And our next story today, a little bit longer, Russia and a drone in Syria. So reports have come out that this past Sunday, a Russian fighter jet actually fired directly at a U.S. drone that was flying over Syria. They damaged the propeller of the drone in the process. And it's hard to tell what Russia really hoped to gain from such an intentional and yet inconsequential maneuver this doesn't exactly throw us off course it's just annoying and borderline provocative and if you guys remember something similar happened right off the coast of Alaska where Russian fighter jets almost flew into U.S. airspace and then quickly you know flew away It's this type of behavior that is just so unnecessary and, again, inconsequential, and yet it does raise tensions a bit between the two countries because it is annoying. It almost reminds me of that little brother who can't stop poking the older brother. That is, until the older brother gets pushed too far and has to clap back. Let's hope it doesn't get to that point. And next up for today, I wanted to tell you guys about a man found out at sea. So this story is nuts, you guys. But an Australian sailor by the name of Tim Shaddock was lost at sea for legit two freaking months. And this was all with his dog. They survived, though. When they were finally found, the man had a huge, grown-out beard, and he and his dog were both pretty emaciated, but he was alive, as was his pup, and you see, this guy had charted this path from Mexico to French Polynesia, but he encountered a massive storm that set them off course, destroyed all of his electronics, and even damaged his vessel. So he was stranded without any way to kind of radio to land or let anyone know where he was. He collected rainwater for himself and his pet, and they caught and ate raw fish to stay alive. And he said they tried to stay out of the sun by huddling under his boat's tiny canopy. Luckily, a fishing crew off the coast of Mexico spotted them and rescued them, bringing them back to shore. The pair immediately needed first aid. Despite the canopy, the man was very sunburned, and both of them were incredibly dehydrated and hungry. He admitted to being very traumatized after the event, but said he won't let it keep him from sailing. And for our final story today, I do have to issue a content warning. This story involves torture and a serial killer. So we're going to spend the rest of today's episode discussing the prolific Long Island serial killer and how he was finally caught. So a serial killer has been on the loose for decades, you guys, and he has finally been captured. He preyed on vulnerable women in Long Island on the fringes of society police presume that he knew his time was coming because he was repeatedly Google searching for updates on his case, according to the Independent UK. He also dug into details on his victims' families, podcasts and documentaries on the subject and more. He was enthralled with his own evil acts. He would pick up petite sex workers using a burner foam. Then this killer would bind them, kill them, sexually assault them, and dump them in Gilgo Beach. He would then toss those burner phones, making it hard to track him. He is believed to have had 11 victims in total. There were also these female hairs found at several of the scenes that did not belong to the victim, but all of these hairs belonged to the same woman. So they knew whoever's hair this was Whatever matched the DNA profile of these hairs was either their killer, an accomplice, or someone close to that person. Police later discovered that these hairs belonged to a woman living on Long Island who was out of town on the dates when these victims were killed. Once they made that connection, they knew this woman's husband, who was at home on Long Island during the killings, was most likely their guy. They then matched a male hair found on one of the victims to the husband. They arrested and charged this man, Rex Howerman, with three murders, and he has been named the lead suspect in a fourth, although they suspect he is the killer in all 11 slayings, according to NBC News. He cried in court and pled not guilty to all charges. A lot of people have since come forward in shock or disbelief at this news. You see, Rex was an architect in Manhattan, and he belonged to a popular networking group called the Dream Team. So a lot of people did actually come in contact with him. A girl I heard on TikTok said she attended such a networking event with him as she is an interior designer who often works with architects, and she found him to be creepy and conceited from day one. Here's a bit of what she said.
1: Him and I both know Rex Heuerman. Um, I met him through a networking group in Manhattan. I am a part of, or was a part of, because I'm an interior designer that runs my own business. And Rex joined shortly after um, to network for his architecture company. Just every, everything about him his mannerisms how full of himself that he was how odd he was he was always very sweaty and like not very nice to talk to and creepy and it all makes so much sense his he was so full of himself i just thought he was an architect that thought he was like god's gift to this world but no he's literally a serial killer so one of the things that i always pull out of my conversation like toolbox is oh do you listen to podcasts who doesn't love a good podcast of course he doesn't and he asks me the first thing about myself and um He asks back, do you like any podcasts? And I say, yeah, you know, I listen to some comedy, like history ones. And then I used to listen to a lot of true crime, but it's a little dark for me. So I don't really listen anymore. And he asks me, do you have a favorite case, a favorite true crime case? And I say, no, I don't. I have like a podcast I used to listen to, Crime Junkie and he asks me if i know he he i'm not making this up at all this i'm like just so shocked i need to share this with somebody all all of TikTok. he asked me do i know about the gilgo beach murders and of course i do i'm pretty sure there's a multi-part episode on crime junkie and I'm like, yeah, of course I know. And he goes on to tell me, yeah, that's a serial killer that was never caught in my hometown, my neighborhood where I live. And tells me he, like, the guy killed 10 people, and he might still out, be out there. And I, like, make a joke, and I'm like, yeah, you never know who you're talking to. Anybody could be a serial killer. I could be a serial killer. And he laughed at that.
3: In case anyone else out there is a Crime Junkie fan, full body chills from that. Um, But other women have also come forward saying that he spoke to them about the Gilgo Beach murders, kind of hypothesizing about who could have done them and how they were carried out. He also likely called the victims' families. As one father of a victim said that he would get these strange hang-up phone calls in the evening Leading up to Rex's capture and the caller was a male and would ask, are you enjoying your dinner? And the man's daughter's case would be playing on the news in the background of that phone call and then the person would hang up. He would also call and one time he asked the victim's father, are you enjoying your pizza? And then there would be a ring at the doorbell with a pizza delivery man trying to deliver Domino's pizzas that they had not ordered. He also called a different family from their dead loved one's cell phone. He kept their cell phone in order to call and basically taunt the family members. Absolutely sickening. A pickup truck also played a role in the investigation's closure as a pimp for these various women was able to describe this vehicle that was later linked to Rex. The investigative team executed 300 subpoenas and search warrants and similar legal tactics to get the information that they needed to really close this case. When they figured out that Rex's normal cell phone, though, was also pinging at the same towers at the same times as the burner phones, that was an incredibly important piece of evidence. They also tended to ping off of two important locations, the towers for his Manhattan office and the towers for his home in Long Island. He used these burner phones to set up fake Tinder accounts and also search for violent, torture-related pornography, as well as child pornography. With all of this evidence mounting, it is clear that Rex will face an uphill battle in court between his DNA, his wife's DNA, the truck, the cell phone pings, and the internet searches, and there may be even more evidence that the police has that the public isn't aware of. I'd say it's pretty much a done deal, As these things progress, though, we will be sure to keep you guys posted. And that is the news du jour. Today, I wanted to leave you guys with the quote, Beware, for I am fearless, and therefore, I am powerful. If you enjoyed this episode, please subscribe on whatever podcast platform you use to listen a rate and review or shout out on social media would mean the world to us and help us be able to keep creating the news du jour. But the best way to support all of our work is to become a patron at www.patreon.com forward slash sugar media. You can also follow us on social media under sugarfreemedia.co on Instagram and just sugarfreemedia all one word on TikTok. Any little noises you may hear in the background are my rescue pup. He has a little separation anxiety and always records with me. We appreciate you listening and look forward to telling you about the news again next time on News Du Jour. Broadcasting from. Oh.